Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, it's Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. Hi, that's me. I am recording a new episode. It is kind of rainy and dreary out right now, so it's the perfect time to talk about some urban legends. Um, Just so you guys know, this podcast is now on iTunes and Spotify and Breaker and Pocket Cast and all these great places that people listen to podcasts. So thanks, everybody, for listening. You guys are awesome. Thanks for all the feedback. Um, I had a lot of feedback on some sound issues, so I'm trying to deal with that. Still trying to get the website up. Ooh, I got some proofs for some coffee mugs for some merchandise, which looks awesome. So I'll have to get you guys updated on that. And what else? Yeah, I'm in my soap shop currently recording. If you hear the coffee pot, it's because I just made a whole pot of coffee because I'm tired. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning. I had one coffee at home. Then I went to my favorite bakery and had a vanilla latte. Currently on cup number two of a dark roast. That's where I am right now. And it just started pouring rain, so I'm glad I'm here telling you guys a nice story. So, for everyone who is just now listening, this is Lattes and Legends. You can find us on Facebook, Lattes and Legends Podcast. You can find the show on Instagram, Lattes and Legends, Twitter, and eventually lattesandlegends.com. I'm really trying to get to that this weekend, so we shall see. Okay, so I am going to talk about Robert Johnson. So when I lived in Richmond, I used to watch a lot of television, which I don't now that I live in Colorado. But when I did, I watched tons of the show Supernatural. 
On Supernatural, they did an episode called Crossroad Blues about Robert Johnson and how he sold his soul to the devil. And about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I saw a documentary on Netflix called Remastered Devil at the Crossroads. It's about Robert Johnson. So I'm just going to dive into this. Sources first. I used, let's see, npr.com, openculture.com, udiscovermusic.com, quailbailmagazine.com, and our good friend, you guessed it, Wikipedia. So let's talk about hoodoo, voodoo, and Robert Johnson. So, in Southern and Haitian folklore, as in Southern United States, um, hoodoo and voodoo are pretty common. Mississippi, Louisiana, those are the two states that definitely take pride in these two practices. So, hoodoo... It's a traditional African-American folk spirituality that developed from a number of West African spiritual traditions and beliefs. The purpose of hoodoo was allow people to access the supernatural forces that could improve their lives. Hoodoo was more to help people attain power and success, be successful in their jobs, be successful earning lots of money. Whereas voodoo was more of a focus on society and spirit and philosophy. The focus is more spiritual and the followers focus more on medicine, justice. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of singing in voodoo and a lot of people compare it more to like the, um, the Christian churches that sing a lot. I don't know. I don't go to church guys. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, let's talk about Robert Johnson and what he has to do with all this. So Robert Johnson was born in 1911 in Mississippi. He died in 1938. Do the math. I believe he was 27 years old when he died. So let's dive in a little bit on his life. So... Robert's mother, Julia, had 10 kids before he was born. (laughs) So all of those kids were born in wedlock to her husband, Charles Dodds. All right, got that? So when Robert was born, Julia was about 40, and he was not the child of Charles Dodds. He was the child of a plantation worker called Noah Johnson. So Mr. Dodds, the father of her other 10 children, moved to Memphis because they were having some problems um, in Mississippi with money and land. And Charles Dodds wanted to move to Memphis to try to work some stuff out. So Robert was sent to live with him 
when he was about three or four. Um, so, and that's also when all the Dodds kids moved to Memphis. So, Robert Johnson grew up in Memphis after that, and he learned how to play the guitar from one of his brothers. Around eight or nine, he moved back to Mississippi to live with Julia. And she had a new husband at this time named Dusty Willis. Um, yeah, so that's now three men in her life before Robert was just 10 years old. So, um, Dusty seemed to care for him a lot, so much so that Robert became known as Little Robert Dusty. Um, Robert was interested in music, and he did not like working out in the fields with his new stepdad or all the other kids. Um, so his stepdad and Robert were both kind of at odds because the stepdad wanted him to work in the field and be a productive member of the family. Robert Johnson said, nope, I want to play guitar. Um, when Robert was 19, he moved, or no, sorry, he married a woman named Virginia Travis in 1929. When he was 19. She was 16. Well, she died a year later giving birth to Robert Johnson's son. So, around 1930, Robert Johnson was just not feeling his best. So much had happened in his life. And losing the woman he loved pretty much crushed him. So, um, Robert turned even more to music. He was really interested in a man called Sun House. A lot of people in Mississippi thought he was the guitar player then. He was amazing. He played chords no one knew. People would give him standing ovations and just want to hear more and more of him. Um, Sun House actually has talked to many filmmakers, media sources, and he spoke of Robert Johnson and said that he was really good at the harmonica, but he, but Robert Johnson really wanted to play the guitar. And he wasn't so good. He described it as, quote, such a racket you never heard. Get that guitar away from that boy. He's running people crazy with it. So clearly, Robert Johnson was not so hot at playing guitar. Well, let's go fast forward a little bit in May 1931. Robert got married again to a woman named Coletta Kraft. Um, he couldn't stay home, though. He wanted to travel around the Mississippi Delta area and learn how to play guitar. He played at different bars, picnics, concerts, just trying to get better and better and better. So he eventually did play for Sun House. And Sun House had a friend named Willie Brown. And they both said he was good. And 
They were shocked and amazed by how good he had gotten in just a few months, especially considering they both said he was running people crazy with his guitar playing. So he kept wandering about in Mississippi. He went to Chicago. He went to New York, Detroit, and St. Louis. And this whole time, he was just trying to focus on playing guitar. A lot of people said during his performances, there was one woman who was always in the audience. So that's kind of up in the air on who that woman was. So he played a few shows and he played one with a man named Johnny Shines who said that Robert Johnson was always so clean and so tidy, even though he was basically a vagabond. He was traveling all over dusty Mississippi highways. And for some reason he was just so clean. So that was kind of a mystery to people too. La 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 la. All right. So Robert started to earn some, a little bit of money here and there. And he started taking requests by the audience. So he was singing, um, Bing Crosby songs, Jimmy Rogers songs, Lonnie Johnson songs. When he got into his mid-twenties, his second wife died without having a child um, sometime in 1935. Um, so around that time, Robert decided that he wanted to make a record. And so he made a record on November 23rd, 1936 in San Antonio. And he recorded 29 songs. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. He paid, he was paid mm, a little bit less than a hundred dollars um, for these songs. And he went back to Mississippi. Um, he was excited. He is a little bit richer now and he had some money in his pocket so you know how that goes we get money we get stoked um let's see so he went to dallas shortly after that let's see that was 1937 he went to dallas to record three more songs and then he recorded 13 songs so after his recording session in texas he played a little bit around texas Johnny Shines played with them. They played juke joints, parties, dances, picnics, and then they headed back to Mississippi via Arkansas. So a lot of details about that year are kind of sketchy, um, but we do know that he spent some time in Memphis and Helena, Arkansas. All right, so there's a few journalists that have spent a lot of time working on his story. And um, one of them was finding his death certificate. Apparently that was up in the air for a while. And then the stories came up about um, selling a soul to the devil. So real quick, I'm going to touch on something called the Faustian Pact. If you know anything about Faust, you probably know where I'm going with this. So 
this comes from the vintagenews.com. So a Faustian pact is a term that refers to a bargain that a person makes with the devil. This bargain could be for personal gain, for wealth, for, I don't know, to be famous. But it is said that um, you go to a crossroads and this is where you make your offering of your soul to the devil in exchange for whatever it is you want. So Robert Johnson is said to have made this Faustian pact with Satan. Um, lots of stories um, are circling everywhere about this because first off, Robert Johnson played guitar horribly the first time he played for anybody. And then suddenly a few months later, he's amazing. And all of the old timers, the guitar experts say that there's no way that someone can get that good basically overnight. So that's when the rumors of him selling his soul to the devil came about. Um, so he had about 29 songs. People like Eric Clapton, Muddy Waters, Bob Dylan, and Keith Richards have been influenced and motivated by him. His death brought a lot of strange questions to the world of blues. Um, so let's take a dive into some of those questions. Um, here we go. So he died mysteriously at the age of 27, which is bananas. But I mean, you know, so young. Um, let's see. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to read my notes here, but my handwriting sucks. All right, so a lot of people brought up the fact that he could have been murdered. So that is pretty much hearsay. Um, however, one of his friends, David Edwards, also known as Honey Boy, said he was poisoned in Mississippi. And he got so sick from the poison, that's where he died. Um, and the superstition of this story is that Robert Johnson had an affair with, I mean, with a woman and her husband owned a store in Mississippi, and that's why he poisoned him. Um, but we're not too sure about that. Um, but according to a doctor... He said it could be possible that he had an aneurysm that caught, that was caused by syphilis and his love of drinking, you guessed it, moonshine. However, other stories say that at the crossroads, he did sell his soul to the devil. So when we look at... Oops, sorry, guys. When we look at some of his songs, he did have some songs about um, the crossroads. And one of his songs in particular was called Crossroads Blues. Um, he wrote one called Me and the Devil Blues. One called Hellhound on My Trail. 
and one called If I Had Possession Over Judgment Day. So, speaking of hellhounds, do you guys remember the black dog? Do you guys remember that story? Um, so, if you don't remember, we did talk about hellhounds a little bit. And basically, a hellhound, that's right, you guessed it, is a supernatural dog. And these hellhounds appear when it's time for you to go. I.e., the hellhounds are taking you because you sold your soul to the devil and it's time for you to pay up. So, a lot of people think this is what happened to Robert Johnson. He just couldn't possibly get so good on the guitar that fast. Um, and a lot of people said there was a lot of trickery and hoodoo voodoo involved um, with that. Also, a lot of people say that because he was so heartbroken over the women in his life, his mother, he could have drank himself to death. No one really knows. So my question is, what do you guys think? I, I don't know. I think it's such a cool story and it's very interesting. Um, and just a few fun facts. Um, in Crossroad Blues, the song, there's actually no crossroads that Johnson is singing about. He's actually singing about a man making some choices between good and evil, which, I mean, that brings something else into my mind. Like, okay, you're singing a song about good and evil. If he sold his soul to the devil then these lyrics are perfect. Um, because when you do sell your soul to the devil, I mean, you are choosing between good and evil. And so that's one possibility there. And also the song Me and the Devil was brought up. And of course, Hellhound on my trail. So... People have praised Robert Johnson for writing his writing, and like I said, many people honor him by covering his music or were inspired by him. I just think this is an awesome story. The world of blues, in my opinion, wouldn't be what it is today without him. So I would love to hear what you guys think about this. So... Yeah, you can always email me at lattesandlegends at gmail.com. Keep listening. Keep giving me those awesome reviews. I would love to be in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, let's just make this thing great, and I will continue to tell you some awesome urban legends. And I will talk to you guys really soon. Thanks so much. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 